0: And how you wanna move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: See that song says there's no one like him. I'm wanna before I teach this morning, I wanna <laughs> I wanna continue. Confront a mindset that's in the world. I heard a minister several years ago. He was talking about people that could play and could sing. That they're out that they're striving to get on some. Big platform somewhere in the natural, but he said, really, the highest calling for a singer or a musician is to praise God, but the mentality not just in the world but in the church is that the that they This this is looked at as a starting place because how many musicians have you seen that their testimony is I started singing in church and they moved to what they think is a higher platform? A lot. But that is true with everything. To be a servant no matter what your position is, no matter what you do, to be a servant of the Most High God is the highest calling in the land. I'll even go so far as to say it's higher than being president. Amen. Now, if you're a servant of God and the, and He puts you in as president, then great. But as far as achievement goes, to be a servant of the King of kings and the Lord of lords is the highest calling possible. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah.
2: Can, can See, I we've
1: got to... We've,
2: Pastor, hmm? can I tell um, that dream I had? about Apostle? Okay. (laughs) Because that's what it was about. I had a dream a couple of weeks ago and um, I was being escorted into this place. I knew that I didn't have the freedom to just walk in on my own. It was a real big deal, you know. (laughs) And the the door came open and um, you know when we used to go to Dr. Cirillo we'd feel like Tea, tiny that's how, how I felt, real insignificant and out of place. <laughs> but the door opened, and I saw Apostle sitting there at a, at a table, and someone was sitting beside her, and there was two or three more around. And um, I got to sit down close by, and all of a sudden, this man brought her papers, and they were like bigger than a long sheet. And wider than a normal sheet. And he handed her the pen and she started writing. She was, she was signing her name and it was like she was in the White House. And she was signing executive orders. And I know that's what she does in the spirit realm. And that's what, that's what Pastor's talking about. Because the spirit realm is what determines what's going to happen in the natural so, that's the authority and the power that she's been given, <laughs> and I just think it's awesome because she's our apostle, and she's you know she's out today. She's gone with Apostle Bill in uh, Tennessee, so we want to remember her and and uh, Charlotte today. Just wanted to share that with y'all.
1: Amen. <laughs> well, the Word actually tells tells us that. The future belongs to the intercessors. Amen. Those are the ones that are on their face before God that most people don't know about. That's the intercessors. And the Bible says that the future belongs to them. Amen. They shake nations.
2: Yes, Lord.
1: Somebody may stand behind the platform, but the intercessors go first and shake the nation.
2: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the calling of God, whatever it is, is the highest calling in the land. I mean, I know y'all have heard this story before, this told more than once. But when a group of people can come together, right over here, and change the temperature in Africa, did you did you, you heard that story, Miss Sue? Can you hear me? Okay, I'll tell you. Because it's awesome. When some of our team. Apostle and some of our team. Went to Africa on a mission trip. It was during the dry season. And it was very hot. Exceptionally hot. We got a phone call. There was some of us up here. Right over there. Praying. We were just praying for the, for the trip. But we got a phone call about the heat, asking us if we could pray for it. We began to pray, and I think it may have been my wife, I'm not sure, but somebody had Africa pulled up on their phone, the weather in Africa. And we sat there as we prayed and watched the temperature drop. <laughs> That's the God that we serve. That's why I say the highest calling in the land is to be a servant. The atmosphere in Africa belonged to the intercessors that day.
2: Thank you, Jesus.
1: Hallelujah. Give you praise, Jesus.
2: Thank you for it, Jesus.
1: I want to give you people who've already given if you want to give it's open (laughs) hallelujah I do want to announce that we're going to uh, the praise team has been invited to uh, Monticello to play for Evangelist Delton tonight at 6 and if there's enough people that want to go the van will be leaving so you have to seek uh talk to uh elder Sandra and she'll tell you about that but if you want to go let her know amen hallelujah i think it's pretty awesome i don't know anything about the church but when somebody is going to preach somewhere else and they call somebody else's praise team, that, uh, I'm just saying, they want want them to come and be a part. This morning, I'm going to teach on. We've all seen the movie or heard of the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You know that movie. Where they actually had an up close personal encounter with these aliens the name of this message is a holy ghost encounter of the third kind (laughs) a holy ghost encounter of the third kind because that's what we're after in Psalms 1 verses 1 through 3 Mind it. I was in Proverbs. Psalms 1 it says, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. You could read that like this, where there's, there's a progression that takes place. He walks, he stands, and then he sits. But it says, Blessed is he that doesn't do these, blessed is the man that walks in godly counsel. Blessed is the man that stands in the way of the righteous. And blessed is the man that sits in the seat of godly teachers. I looked up the word scornful because I was just curious to what it says. Scornful actually means a foreign language. Blessed is the man that doesn't speak anything but God's language anything outside of God's language is not is considered scornful they don't speak Holy Ghost so blessed is the man that speaks God's language thought that was interesting there's three progressions here walk stand and sit and then on down in the scripture, you meditate, you're planted, and you're fruitful <laughs> and in the Old testament there's three three things to the tabernacle: there was the outer court, inner court, and the holy of holies. there's a progression, a progression and in exodus twenty verse nineteen. Exodus 20, verse 19. Says, This is when the people, Moses had led them out. Says, And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and we will hear, but let not God speak with us, lest we die. They basically told Moses, you talk to us and you talk to God for me. I'm afraid to talk to him. I'm afraid to talk to God. So the question is, are you afraid of a Holy Ghost encounter? You people online, are you afraid of a Holy Ghost encounter? Because a Holy Ghost encounter, you cannot control (laughs) A Holy Ghost encounter, you lose control. So are you afraid of a Holy Ghost encounter? Are you afraid to let the Holy Ghost come on you and do what he wants through you? God says that his plans are to prosper us and to give us a hope and a future. We say that we're not afraid of a Holy Ghost encounter. But I'll tell you a little story that just happened. You saw it a while ago. It manifested a while ago. I'm up here during the worship, standing right over there praying, God, does anybody, does anybody need heal today? You want to heal somebody, and in a, just an instant, it's like I saw somebody's shoulder. The first thing that come to my mind is because we're we're kind of low on people this morning because we got quite a few people out. The first thing to come to my mind was, "There's nobody in here that needs got a shoulder issue." Yeah. That is the first thing that I heard. The Holy Ghost spoke. That was a Holy Ghost encounter. He spoke. Somebody's got shoulder issues. That's why I ask, are you afraid of a Holy Ghost encounter? Because when when that encounter comes, you've got a choice. I had to go against that. Well, there's there's nobody here because I went to my mind. There's nobody here that I know of that's got a shoulder issue. I think, Well, maybe somebody online's got a shoulder issue. <laughs> but then I stepped out and gave the call, and I don't know, there's several people come down for shoulder problems. That's a Holy Ghost encounter. When the Holy Ghost speaks, we have an opportunity to step into that. Even if it doesn't make sense. Hmm. In Matthew 27 51, and sometimes people are afraid of a Holy Ghost encounter because they don't know what it's going to look like, they don't know what it's going to sound like, maybe they don't want to fall out on the floor. But it's still, we can be afraid of an encounter with the Holy Ghost. But those encounters are all available. They're available for everyone. Every one. I've seen people, the Holy Ghost come on them and they laugh uncontrollably it hasn't happened to me yet but it does come on me a little bit are you ready for that kind of encounter <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah matthew 27:51 says and behold the veil of the temple was rent in twain from top to bottom and the earth did quake and the rocks rent the veil was torn in two from top to bottom so that we could have a Holy Ghost encounter That's, that was the purpose so that we could come into the Holy of Holies and meet with God because you know in the Old Testament only the high priest could enter into the Holy of Holies Those online you can't see our our carpet. I'm going to tell you about these stars up here. Something that I and a Jewish rabbi, his name is Jonathan Kahn, is what gave me this revelation. And I haven't never looked at these stars the same. These uh, stars we have on our carpet, they're the stars of Star of David. It's on the Israel. It's on the It's on Israel's flag. And it's two triangles put together. One triangle, when you're looking at it, is pointing up. And one triangle is pointing down. And he was telling that the triangle pointing up was in the Old Testament when they put the blood on the doorpost. They put it on each side and the top creates a triangle pointing up said that is man looking to God for redemption okay when Jesus was hung on the cross blood on this side blood on this side And blood on his feet. A triangle pointing down. That symbolizes God looking down, bringing redemption to man. So that star actually represents everything we believe in. We look to God for salvation, salvation comes. (laughs) hmm y'all will never look at look at that star the same again hallelujah and because of that we can all go into the holy of holies we can all go in because in Hebrews 10 let's go there Hebrews 10 verse 19 Hebrews 10, 19 and 20. It says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he has consecrated for us through the veil that is to say His flesh. Jesus made a way so that we can enter into the holy of holies. And it says we come boldly. That doesn't mean we come arrogantly like I deserve this but we have the right to walk in there and talk to God. But we still honor him as who he is. We still honor him as the king of kings and the lord of lords. We still honor him that he even gave us the right. And that goes back to what I was teaching a while ago. It's a privilege, whether we really realize it or not, it's a privilege to serve God. We can look at it as a chore. We can look at it as hard. We can look at it in a bunch of different ways. But the right way is it is a privilege that God would even say, John, I want you. I want you to work for me. Miss Joelle and I want you to sing for me. That's a privilege. That's a privilege. First Peter. Hallelujah. We have to have our perception changed. Hallelujah. 1 Peter 2.9. Says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. God said that you are chosen. You are chosen. Everyone in here has been chosen by God, and He said you're a royal priesthood. That means that you have the right to go into the holy of holies, because you are a priest unto God. So you have that right. You are a ro- you are a chosen. Generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people. You should walk different, talk different, think different, act different. When you walk into it, when we walk into a place, the atmosphere should change. I remember it's been years ago, it just come to me, We went to a Dr. Morris Cirillo conference. Pastor Dan and I were on the elevator. We were going, I can't remember where we were going, probably to one of the meetings. Well, One of the ministers that was ministering got on the elevator with us. We were standing there. You know, you're standing talking on the elevator, and you're kind of looking down. And Pastor Dan has told this story. And this man, he is over all of the churches in this region in Africa, Io, Aristophanes is his name. He got on there with his royal African attire on, bright blue with all these colors on it, come down to the floor. And it's like when, you, when he stepped on the elevator, it's like we, we saw when he stepped on we knew who he was without ever looking up. You could see it. You could see his attire. And it's like you, did, you didn't even, he wasn't, he was a, just as nice a man as you could ever want to meet. But because of the glory that he carried, you want to do this. You want to back up in the corner. Because of the glory that was on him. We can go there. We can be a pla- get to the place to where when we walk into a place, not arrogantly, because he was not arrogant at all, one of the most humble men you'd ever meet, but he walked in power and authority in the spirit realm, and we can do the same. And this scripture says you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Paul. Well, we know the story of the seven sons of Sceva. The demon said, Paul I know and Jesus I know. And Paul wasn't even there. But they knew him. The demons knew Paul. Because of the authority that he walked in. Because he had had a Holy Ghost encounter. That changed his life. It says. That we should show forth. The praises of him who has called you. Us out of darkness into his marvelous light. The word light there means language again. It also means fire and manifestation. So God has called us into his fire. And that's in the Holy of Holies. God has called us into manifestations. Walking in manifestations. And that's in The Holy of Holies. That's where they're found. God has called us to speak his language. And that's also found in the Holy of Holies. (laughs) Hallelujah. See, the farther we go into God's presence, the more light we're exposed to. The more light we're exposed to The more fire we have, the more manifestations follow us, the more revelations follow us. So when we are filled with the Holy Ghost, we carry the spirit of revival. We carry the spirit of revival. The spirit of revival. We'll show you what the spirit of revival looks like if we need we need a picture of it there's a scripture that describes the spirit of revival and that's Luke 4:18 Luke 4 verse 18 The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. When it says preach, it's not talking about standing here behind the pulpit. That word preach actually means to announce, to declare, to evangelize, to be a public crier, to be a public crier you know like, like back years ago to stand out in the street and declare things that is a picture of revival that scripture right there is a picture of what our life should look like we walk in revival that's what we should be doing cause the spirit of the lord comes upon us for a purpose Because that scripture says that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me for a purpose. In Romans 15, 19, Paul said that he did mighty signs and wonders by the power of the spirit of God. Then it goes on to say, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. I have fully preached it. In other words, what he's saying is the supernatural manifested and followed me when I preached God's word. That's fully preaching. When signs and wonders follow you. Jesus fully preached. Paul fully preached. And the disciples fully preached the word. And it's available to every one of us. Acts ten thirty four. Peter said, God is not a respecter of persons. What he'll do through me, he'll do through you. What he does through you, he'll do through me. I have access. What he does through apostle, he'll do through me. It it all determines on whether I pursue it or not. In Acts chapter 2, 17 and 18, we know this scripture. It says, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. All flesh, that doesn't leave anyone out. He will pour out his spirit upon anyone and everyone. And this is what God spoke to me. This is what I heard. He says that God wants to pour out his spirit on all flesh more than we want it. We think we want God, and we do, but he wants to pour out his Spirit upon us more than we want him to. God wants us in his glory more than we want in his glory. We say we want his Spirit to come upon us, and we want his glory but he said, "I want. I want you to have it more than you want. Than you want it." And he said, and I heard. Someone said this. And the reason we can say that is, pursuit, is the proof of desire. That sounds like something Doctor Mike Murdoch would say. <laughs> Pursuit is the proof of desire. As most of you know, I have a spot in the refrigerator that chocolate stays in all the time. That's proof that I desire chocolate. I like it chilled. And it's there. My wife makes sure that I have it that's proof proof right there John wanted a godly woman proof is he didn't he didn't go out here and settle for one that's not proof is once he found her I don't know that they've missed a day not seeing each other, maybe one, if that. Proof of desire is the pursuit. So, if we want God's Spirit to be poured out upon us, are we pursuing that? We have to get real. It's one thing to say I want God's Holy Spirit upon me and I want the glory, but are we pursuing it? Are we pursuing His Holy Spirit to come upon us? Are we pursuing the glory to come? In the scripture, because Apostle Adeline always told me, says, when you say something back it up with scripture it can't be argued with when you back it up with scripture the proof that god wants his spirit and his glory upon us more than we want it is john 3:16 and 17 let's look at that this is proof Proof that God wants us to be in his glory. Proof that he wants his spirit upon us. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That is proof. God wanted us in his presence to the point That he would send his son. That he would make make a way. He would make a way. For us to get into his presence. Even at the cost of sending his son. That's proof. Think of it like this. God sent Jesus as a seed for revival. Jesus was a seed for revival upon the earth. So we could receive the Holy Ghost and walk in revival. And that seed has never quit producing. And it never will. As long as the earth remains, that seed will continue to bring in a harvest. Hallelujah. So in Acts 2, it says, this is when they were in the upper room, it says they were filled with the Holy Ghost. How many of us have been filled with the Holy Ghost? Most everybody in here. Acts 4, verse 31 same, basically the same group of people says they were filled with the Holy Ghost the disciples it's recorded that they were filled it's recorded that they were filled twice that they had a Holy Ghost encounter at least twice we don't we don't know they may have had more but we know they had at least two holy ghost encounters i'm talking about not i'm talking about up close and personal encounters because it says they were filled in both scriptures they were filled with the holy ghost and what i'm seeing is every infilling of the holy ghost is to prepare us to minister on another level It's not just to make us feel good because it does that too. But it's to prepare us to minister on another level. It's to prepare us to walk in more authority. To walk in more power. That's what the encounters are for. Because the Bible tells us signs and wonders shall follow those that believe. Signs and wonders shall follow you. They will follow you. You have a Holy Ghost encounter, signs and wonders will follow you. It says they follow you. Hallelujah. So I want to give you an opportunity to have another encounter. Y'all knew that was probably knew that was coming. <laughs> Have another encounter to have another infilling of the Holy Ghost. hallelujah before you cut it off. I just want to talk to the people out there that that are watching. You can have more than one encounter with the Holy Ghost. The disciples had at least two that we that's recorded. Just get in God's presence. Seek Him, because He says if you seek Him, you will find Him. And seek an encounter with the Holy Ghost. And it may not happen instantly. Well, we just declare a Holy Ghost encounter in the name of Jesus. To everyone watching, to everyone watching online, we just declare that the Holy Ghost, if you want an encounter, just we just declare it in the name of Jesus that you have a Holy Ghost encounter that he come upon you and change you and give you boldness and authority and power in the name of Jesus if you want another encounter just another touch you want another he actually said if you want to be topped off you know like you got a half glass of tea you need a little you, you need a little extra <laughs> you want to be topped off with the holy ghost
0: <laughs> thank you again for tuning in with us if this word ministered to you please consider sowing a seed to freedom ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com we have made it available to you on the giving page thank you again go and be blessed in Jesus name